Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you want a break from the ads? Not really. I like them. You like them? No. Well, if you're not a freak like Anna, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month and get so many exclusive tings. Yes. Like ad-free episodes. Hell yeah. Exclusive voting power on, on one of the books we read a month. Democracy. Behind-the-scenes content. <gasps> and an exclusive secret Patreon, secret podcast. The secret podcast. Called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. Where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna over here, answer questions that you ask us, the patrons. Yes, ask us things, and, and we will give you the answers. <laughs> and we'll add Reddit questions because they're horrible in there. <laughs> I, yeah, truly. There's a new tier we just added recently with the $2.50 tier called Just Want to Support. It gives you access to some basic text posts on the Patreon. And the main thing it gives access to is it gives you partial access to our Discord, which is now a private community mm-hmm. to help us... Uh, take some stress off the cast. Yes. And it helps us give a more curated experience for our patrons on the server. <laughs> and uh, you get access to one of the three live events we plan on doing. Uh, we get access to the Wesley's movie nights where a bunch of us, get, uh, the cast, a bunch of the cast gets on the Discord and we watch a movie. So go to our Patreon. It's in the description. Become a dear reader today. Get access to the content and get our love and admiration forever. Hell yes. Also, fuel my coffee addiction. I'm a millennial. <laughs> this is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Good morning, and welcome back to Reading Isn't for Kids, a book club, a book club show, book podcast where we read and review a children's chapter book and sometimes comics. My name is Austin. My name's Anna. And today we read the the patron voted book, Diary of a Whipping Kid, by Jeff Keeney. Keeney. Illustrator, illustrated by Jeff Keeney. Keeney. What were your initial thoughts on this guy, huh? So, did you read this one when you were a kid? Uh, nope. It it came out, I'm pretty sure, when I was in like third or fourth grade, something like that. Yeah, I was I was in middle school. So, I remember like every kid, every kid had to get this at the book fair. This is this is around the time when I started reading like really fucked up YA novels. Fun. Like that uh 
that unwind book I was always telling you about. Oh yeah. Like I mean, it was in the youth section. Like I wasn't like seeking it out. Hell yeah, brother. So like that. That's what I was reading at this time. Well, I was reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you were also like two, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, cradle robber. Cradle. Yeah, that's me. So my yeah. So my initial thoughts were nothing because I've I've only seen the books. Like we own them, and like obviously I knew about them, but I didn't know about them until like high school. Like they were just never on my radar or anything. And then, like, I mean, I got familiar with it because Rowan likes the movie. And the movie sucks. Yeah. And I fucking hated this book. <laughs> I hated every page of this book. <laughs> Why? It's just awful. I just didn't like it. It was annoying. <laughs> Greg's a little sociopath. <laughs> He's a fucking dick. <laughs> um... His parents are just kind of bad parents. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I can't tell you one redeeming quality about Greg. That's his name, right? Yeah, it's Greg. And for transparency, I listened to the first like third of this book in like audiobook form. Yeah. Because I was just like, I had a busy day and I was driving a lot. And we were supposed to record that night, so I was trying to cram it in. So it was read to me. And I and the guy wasn't annoying or anything. But it was just, just an awful experience. Yeah, well, it took you like a day and a half to read the book. It took me like an hour. Yeah, dude, I just, I couldn't. It was so bad. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> What made it bad? The content or Greg? All of it. All of it. I don't know. I just, it just, and it wasn't like, and I, I, and I was like, oh, this is a kid's book, right? Like, I, 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 I'm, that's accounting. Like, I would have hated this. Like, when this book came out, and I was, this book came out at the time, I was the target audience for this book. Because it's supposed to be for, like, middle schoolers. Yeah. So, and I, I wouldn't have liked it then. Because this is, I was at a higher reading level, obviously. But even besides that, I don't think I would have liked it then. I don't know, because, like, I don't... it's been like, I'm going to be transparent with you. It's been like five days since I've read it. It seems like it's kind of like a book for, like, older middle school kids who, or, like, just middle school kids in general that don't like being in middle school. Yeah, I didn't like middle school either, though. I just I just don't think the main character was now that the main character was Rowley probably would have been a better book. Right. Cuz Rowley just seems like a better person overall. Yeah, for sure. So like, okay, let's since you it's more fresh in your mind, why don't you take us take us into how this this garbage heap <laughs> starts. So it starts by him saying that he knows that the the front of this notebook says a diary, but it, it's not a diary. It's a journal. Um, <clears throat> and it's something his mom is making him do uh, to write about his feelings. But he said, don't you even think that I'm going to be writing about my feelings in here. And I'm not going to be like, dear diary this, dear diary that. He's like, this is stupid and I hate this. Yeah. I mean, obviously he like killed an animal or something. So that's why she's having him do this. 
hey man i don't know he i don't know <laughs> he does give off those vibes i'm gonna be real with you i'm just saying maybe i don't like him because i see me in this character i don't know i don't know if i was this annoying when i was in middle school i know i was annoying i was the kid that wore the same hoodie and never showered right well i showered but i didn't wash the hoodie mm. you know what i mean yeah Everyone was mean to me anyway, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, right. uh, and no one told me that it just smelled bad. I didn't think it's. I didn't. I didn't notice. Right. So like, but I wasn't like pranking people or, you know, being mean to people. <laughs> yeah, and he genuinely like hates like ninety eight percent of his classmates. That's valid. That was like the only bit I was like, makes sense, bro. I get it. But he also wants all their validation. Yeah. Uh, not only does he want, he like doesn't want that. He doesn't like them, but he still craves their their validation and acceptance. Right. When most of them don't even notice him, it seems like. Yeah. Which, that would have been great <laughs> if that was my my sitch. Right, because he really like I don't I don't think he realizes and maybe he does in later books that like yeah it's cool to be popular but like sometimes you're trying to do that and you become the target of all of that stuff by trying to do that, which is inherent which is pretty worse than just being invisible. I read the first three or four books and I don't remember there being like a big redemption arc. That's good. I'm I'm not kidding. I don't know if I'm ever going to want to read another one of these. Like, I, I genuinely, like, not even for the bit. Like, I did not. Like, I was actively having a bad time <laughs> reading this. And it, it's, I'm not, like, mad we read it. Because I, I was, it was, everyone's always said it was so good. And, like, everywhere it almost has, like, a perfect score on it everywhere. Right. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it's good. Like, it's like a secret good book. Because the movie sucks, but it, like, it doesn't, it has, like, a plot. Yeah. And, like, the acting isn't bad. It's just kind of like a shitty kids movie. Yeah. Like the Fred movie. I feel like the Fred movie's worse. (laughs) The Fred movie is worse. I just wanted to bring up the Fred movie. There's probably Fred books we can get. We already got JoJo ones. I don't want to read the JoJo books. I had to read this. We're reading the JoJo books at some point. <laughs> They're going to be on that poll until we die. <laughs> and I'm telling you, we get a couple more patrons. And you know some of our listeners, they go for the bits. They love the bits. I'm just saying. Wait, I have, we, have both, we have two JoJo books now. We found the second one the other day. Yep, we did. So... Boy, was that weird when I picked it up and the the elderly woman next to me (laughs) glared at me as I put it in her car. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so look at me. When I talk about anything else but the fucking book. Um, It wasn't the worst thing I ever read. Because I've read some... I've read The Secret. So that was a pretty shitty book. I don't know what that is. The Secret is like a self-help book that says... Oh, there's our, the sixth member of Dispersed Audio. Good job. The sixth member of Dispersed Audio. Can you hear him? 
<laughs> Should we give the train a name? Why don't we let our listeners name it? Yeah. Listeners, let us know what we should name the train. Yeah, because it's all the same train. It's never, well, never different trains. Always the same train. What are you talking about? There's one train. That's, yeah, there's one train in the whole world. Yep. It's just really fast. It just goes everywhere. <sighs> Thomas the Tank Engine rolling along. I never watched that. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Do, 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 do. What was I saying? You hate the book. That's all you've said. Uh, <laughs> so, like, yeah, the secret is like a self-help book that's like, hey, if you put out into the world, like, you you can, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not project it, but, like. Manifest. Manifest it happening. That's what the book's all about. And I bought it at the local library for a quarter in the same batch of books I bought the entire Left Behind series. Like the Christian book about the rapture happening. No. There's got to be a listener out there that knows it because Shane knew what I was talking about. They're like cleverly disguised Christian propaganda. Fun. Because like the rapture is inherently cool. Yeah. And like it starts off with like the Left Behind series. The premise is like the world has like legalized drugs and um hookery that's what they called it hookery and it was prostitution and like all of this stuff and like gay marriage and all of this like super not cool stuff and then all of a sudden god's like rapture happens well he like starts with like the seven sins he did to egypt or whatever yeah the plagues he did the plagues first and then then started rapturing i'm pretty sure i don't know i didn't get through the whole book i got through the part where they take the eldest son. <laughs> and I went, all right, this sucks. I was like, oh, this is propaganda. <laughs> and I, But I bought all 10 of them. <laughs> I was just going to say, you bought all of them? Yeah, for a quarter. And it went to my local library, so I was like, okay. What did you do with them? I think I just threw them away. Nice. What else was going to do with them? I don't know. I didn't want anyone else to read them. <laughs> I wasn't going to burn them because that feels bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I mean, they're not inherently evil books, so I wasn't like, I don't want to burn them. Because, like, I'm sure people like them, but, but yeah, so that's, like, I bought that book. So, like, that is probably the worst book I read was The Secret, because, like, I kind of believed it in my 15-year-old self, tried it for, like, three months, and it just didn't work. (laughs) So, you know. Maybe you just didn't believe hard enough. Yeah, I just didn't believe hard enough. So, yeah, this is like a few notches above that. (laughs) And this is, I think this is probably the least favorite book we've read on the show so far, I think. I was trying to think of another one that I really disliked. I, because, I don't know. Did you like it? You have not given your opinion. I I liked it growing up. Did you like it rereading it? Um... I didn't like it as much, obviously. I I mean, watching the movie recently with our son, I realized that, like, Greg is a super shit person. They tone it down in the movie, though. They do tone it down in the movie. And I was hoping, when I reread this, that they were playing it up for the movie for, for, like, viewers' sake, but they were not. (laughs) And, like, he talks shit about his big brother all the time. 
But his big brother doesn't even do that many things to him. Yeah. Besides he, like, being like a big brother. Like he were, he, he holds the camera for his dad at the the, the play, play he's in. And he's like, my brother did it on purpose. And I'm like. Maybe. but like, I mean, like maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, you know. And then he's like, dude, he woke me up on a weekend of summer and told me, told me it was a school day. I'm like, that's just a funny joke, dude. I don't know, like... Also, his band sucks. But I still go over and listen to it. <laughs> so, th- how does this book start? So, he says, like, he's like, oh, the- this is not a diary, yada, yada. And he begins writing down, like, I would say, like, a couple days a week. Yeah. Because it goes through... Yeah, it starts in September. Um, And then there's, there's like, a... There's, like... Ten whole pages about nine eleven in this book. It's wild. Excuse me. <laughs> Can I leave that in? Is that okay? Yeah. Was that a joke? Okay. I don't. There's nothing bad about it. So Is it, I mean, there's nothing bad about nine eleven. You heard of here? So you hear everyone cancel her the Discord. Kirstiana says there's nothing wrong with nine eleven. Pathetic. Yes, gaslight. <laughs> and then he, he goes in and he's like talking about how like uh, the eighth graders bully or something. He like briefly mentions that. Yeah. And then he goes to like, when you're going to your class and you're picking your seats, make sure you pick your seat next to people you like. Because you're going to find out that that's your permanent seat. Yes. And he's like, I should surround myself with hot girls, but that didn't work out for me last time. It's just like, the, I'll be passing notes that says Greg is a dork. <laughs> like, he talks about girls a lot. Yeah. And that, that wasn't annoying or anything, because he's not like sexist or gross or anything. He's kind of, he's nice guy. Yes, which is which is what I was. So it makes me hate him. I think that might be why I hate him now that we think about it. Yeah. He's like he's like the hottest kid in my class is Bryce, and all the girls like him. But I remember in the third grade when Bryce said girls are stinky poo heads. He's like, but I've always been on women's side, so I don't know why they're not interested in me. <laughs> like, we're, I don't get the credit anymore now that everyone's on girls' sides. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, it's the bare minimum, my guy. <laughs> Uh, and then he starts talking about how he ranks in coolness. Yeah, and and he's like in like fifty three or something like that. But he plans on moving up one because one of the kids is getting braces. Charles, uh, Charlie Davies. And then he's like, then like, my friend Rowley, who's probably hovering right around the one fifty mark. <laughs> the way he draws Rowley too. In yeah. this book is so mean. <laughs> like if I saw my friend's comic book and that's how he drew me, I'd be crushed. And in the movie, Riley's just kind of like a chunky kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Riley does not give a shit, and that's king behavior. Hell yeah, we stand Rally, dude. He's just like yeah. So like all this pop and Rally's like, all right, bud. He's like, cool. Let's play. My parents love me. 
<laughs> Yours don't. <laughs> uh, then they're like, oh, we're, good. we're doing a physical education. And I snuck off to look at the cheese. Oh, yeah, the stinky cheese the on stinky the playground. stinky cheese. The cheese. And, like, someone... Someone named someone touched it once, and they became the stinky cheese kid the whole year. Yeah, they had the cheese touch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it, uh, he go he he's kind of rambly. It goes back, which I think's the point. Which is I'm not criticizing him for because I respect I respect that he kept in the bit. That's great. Um, after the cheese bit thing, because he's like, oh, we got to make sure no one ever touches it because it has like mold on it and stuff now. And because like no one knows how the cheese got there. But it's always been there since last year. Yeah. And then he goes in and talks about how his big brother pulled a prank on him. Yes. And woke him up. And then pretended to be asleep. And his dad was like, what are you doing? Because he was like eating cereal at 3 a.m. His dad yelled at him for eating cereal for, at 3 a.m. It's like, oh, I couldn't wait to see Roderick get to get what was coming to him. He's fucking sleeping. <laughs> yeah, pretending to sleep. And, oh, my dad probably thinks I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> and the dad looks so sad in the picture. <laughs> um, Then, uh, I'm trying to think of like, any big things that happen. It's all kind of just, like, little stuff. Like, he's like, I hate my brothers. Rowley's annoying. I like video games. My little brother <laughs> gets everything he wants, and my parents baby him. Is literally a toddler. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, but his mom does make him take care of the kid. Yes. In the mornings. He makes him, like, change the potty and stuff. <laughs> and, like, get him ready for daycare and make him breakfast and stuff. Which, I guess he's in middle school. I don't know. Is that normal? I, know, I never no. had to do that. That's not normal. You shouldn't do that to your kids. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe once in a while if they offer to help. Like, if he, like, wanted to help or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's complaining because he got put in like the gifted, the gifted reading side. Yeah. But he wished he got put in the, the like the, what do you call it? The Bink says boo side. And he's like, but I don't think I could have pretended to be that dumb because some of those kids were holding the book upside down. He said he purposely flunked the test to get into the gifted program. And like his teacher said that he was wasting his potential and put him in the gifted program anyway. Because they obviously know he can... He can be in there. Yeah. <laughs> then he's like, so like my dad gets up way too early on Saturdays at like 6 a.m. And he starts doing stuff. And like, I'm just trying to sleep like a normal person until like 12 or 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then I just go to Rowley's house and um, we just, we just play video games. But we can't play cool video games. We can only play racing video games. Yeah, because his parents don't let him play violent video games. <laughs> Rally is technically my best friend, but that is definitely subject to change. And I was like, ugh. Bro. <laughs> yeah, Rally calls it play still. That's a, little, that's a little weird. He should stop doing that. Right. That's like something you should stop in like fourth or fifth grade, I feel like. Right. Because <laughs> like, I don't know, it just, it feels so... Like, it feels creepy at some point. It's like if yeah. you're in ninth grade and you're like, hey, hey, Kev, do you want to go play? <laughs> uh, and apparently he's just avoiding him the whole first day of school. 
Because he doesn't want to be seen with him. Which is so mean. And that's that's when he gets to the whole play thing. They get in an argument about it. And uh, he, he he keeps bitching about Rally and how he's try, he's telling him knock-knock jokes. And Greg is just... Yeah, he's like, he's like, Rally has play been, along. Like, he's like, Rally's been annoying since day one, since he moved here. His mom gave him, like, how to make a friend's book, and he opened the door and said, knock, knock. And then I said, huh? And then he said, thermos. And I said, excuse me? He says, thermos be some way to tickle your funny bone. Do you get it, Christian? Because thermos. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please. Um, then he's bitching about how Manny doesn't get in trouble, even though he drew all over it. Uh, he's mad that his brother calls him Bubby. His three-year-old brother calls him Bubby. And he's like, so embarrassed. <laughs> For, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never, that would have been nice to have a sibling that liked me. So I, I don't feel bad for this guy. <laughs> I feel bad that his parents are kind of mean to him. Uh, and he says that his dad's smart, but doesn't have any common sense. <laughs> Which is so mean. Uh, and also, they keep trying to get this kid to leave the house. They do not want him around. Yeah. They're like, go outside. Like, Just go do go. something. Like, go. Which, I know it's like, it's good for him, but like, it feels so, it feels mean. Yeah. Like it, it, like, it feels like they're, like, they don't want to fucking even talk to him. To me, it seems like he has some sort of, like, maybe not, like, major, but, like, some sort of behavioral issue where he just, like, whether it's, like, hormones where he's just, like, he pissed off all the time and they just don't want to deal with a pissed off preteen. So they're just, like, go away. Yeah. And so, so he, so he always said he's gonna go play, and then he, so he just heads over to rallies and they play video games, like we mentioned. And he says, like, it's fine and all, but all I gotta do is name my car "Bad Fart" and drive past <laughs> rally, and rally laughs so hard. It's because the announcer will say "Bad Fart" ahead. That's funny. I don't care. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's, I mean, maybe not every time, but like, if you didn't know what your friend named it, and he's just, you just hear "Bad Fart" ahead in like a Syriac. Bad fart ahead. <laughs> so then he's like, well, then I got to pretend I was all sweaty, so I go run in the sprinkler. <laughs> um, and then, then he, he has to go out again the next day because his dad hates him. <laughs> and he mentions, like, his neighbor, Fregley. Yes, the neighbor boy, Fregley. Want to see my secret freckle? <laughs> What? I don't know. <laughs> um, and they like I don't know what's wrong with Fregley. I don't know if he has like a like a, an issue because he he doesn't say he has to pee. He says juice when he has to pee. Juice, juice. <laughs> and like he's like all the kids get it, but like the teachers don't. <laughs> and they just keep, they just give him juice when he says that. And I'm like, yeah, maybe help him. <laughs> maybe help. <laughs> Watch the boy suffer. (laughs) 
And then he, then he, he starts mentioning uh, his brother's band, Loaded Diaper. Yes. He's like, well, he spelled loaded wrong. But I'm pretty sure, is that how you spell loading a gun? I don't know how to spell loading. Is it? No, or is it? it's it's still the it's L O. So he just they just misspelled it. I don't know if he misspelled it or did it intentionally. Yeah, <laughs> but he's like, well, Roderick's pretty fucking stupid, so he probably doesn't even know he misspelled it. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like Roderick's actually stupid. It seems like he just doesn't give a shit. I mean, like he doesn't fucking care. Well, like, he also kind of, like, figured out, like, if he just, like, because his parents have such high expectations that it's, it exhausts him. So he's just, like, I just give them low expectations, and then when I just do normal, like. Yeah. And he's, like, I don't know why my mom's cool with him being in a band. And I'm, like, because he's expressing himself in a healthy way. <laughs> I don't... socializing and, like. And he, like. Then he goes on this like fifteen page, like this ten page thing where he's like, "I want to listen to the Broderick's Dirty CD." Yep. And then plays it with on, on the loudspeaker at three, <laughs> with no headphones in. Yeah, and then he takes it to school, and him and Rowley get caught. <laughs> Except there's no batteries in the Walkman, so they were like they had the headphones on their head, and he's like, "Oh, let's just like shake our heads and like see who could shake our heads the longest without it falling off." Yeah. And so the teacher thought they were listening to music and they got in trouble. <laughs> and Rowley just like admits to everything. Yeah. Even though they weren't listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he gets home, his dad's like, let's help you and I have a talk friend. And he's like, well, my dad says friend. He like means business. <laughs> I didn't get that. He... I didn't get that he was being sarcastic, so I kind of let my guard down. I don't make that mistake anymore. Excuse me? <laughs> um, and then, like, he starts talking about how he's, like, bullying his little brother by kicking his blocks and shit. Yeah. And his dad is, like, getting pissed at him because he's just being a, a dick. Yeah. And he's, like, he's, like... He's like, but honestly, I'd rather have dad mad at me than mom mad at me. He's like, because dad, usually the first thing he does is throw whatever is in his hands at you. And he's like, and it's fine as long as he's not, he's not laying bricks. Yeah. I'm like, hello. And he's like, but my mom, she'll hold a grudge for several days. She'll like try and, she. it's like she, she's trying to think of what to punish him with. Yeah. And then she's like, always, she's like, she always takes away video games. And I'm like, yeah, dude, because you're obsessed. <laughs> what what other thing do they take away? Like, that just makes sense because that's yeah. like, you obviously remember it. <laughs> and it's not like they're beating you. <laughs> um, and apparently Manny brought one of Roderick's heavy metal magazines to school. For show and tell. Yes, this is one of my this is my favorite part in the entire book. Yeah. Why don't you take it away? So Manny brings the uh like a magazine and it has like either a nude woman or like a scantily clad woman like on the cover. And so Manuel or Manuel. Manny yeah. got <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Manny Manny um It's her brother. My brother's name is Manuel. Um, 
got a note sent home from the teacher and so his mom made Roderick write an apology to women. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Did did owning this magazine make you a better person? No. Did it make you more popular at school? No. How do you feel about having this having owned this type of magazine now? I feel ashamed. Do you have anything you want to say to women for having owned this offensive magazine? I'm sorry, women. <laughs> I'm sorry, women. <laughs> so funny. First off, why does this mean to women to have a dirty magazine? I don't know, Weren't man. they all paid to be in the magazine? They're yes. all models? Yes, yes. <laughs> 2007 was a bad time, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she didn't want him, like, ad- objectifying women or something. Sure. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Totally. I just... In the movie, this part is so funny because she doesn't make him write it all down. She, that you like, they have it as a conversation. She's, like, holding the magazine. She's like, does this make you cooler at school? And he's like, no, I feel ashamed. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I'm he's sorry, women. <laughs> I'm sorry, women. <laughs> Me always <laughs> walking down the street, scare a woman. Sorry, women. Sorry, women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel ashamed. I feel ashamed at who I am. <laughs> uh, and then he's bitching because Manny's playing his game system and he's playing a bunch of in- edutainment games. And then he's like, "Oh, I know how to get the dirty games past Riley's dad. I'll just, I'll just put it in the cases, which is a good. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, solid. I don't think that makes him a bad person because no. Riley's dad seems like he's being fucking annoying. Yeah, because like that's like the, in this time frame would be games like like there was a Grand Theft Auto, but like the other rated game games was like Halo, and it, the Halo's not even gory. No, <laughs> uh." <laughs> anyway, and then he starts talking about how he wants to join student government, and he wants to oh, be yes. the treasurer. So that way, girls will like him. Yeah, so he can give them limos and stuff. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no one ever runs for treasurer, because who wants to deal with, with math? And then he realizes that Marty Porter is running for it as well, and he's like super smart. So like, I have to do something crazy. He made poster boards that are like, Remember when when Marty had lice? That was disgusting. Yeah. Do you really want him touching your money? Hey, you're dropping all our money, you fool. <laughs> and the moment he puts him up, the principal's the vice principal's like, "Dude, you can do that." <laughs> and he's like he's like, "Well, what am I supposed to do now? This is rigged. He's handing out lollipops and and I have no anything." All right. You know what? I'm going to say it. Greg would love Annie. (laughs) I'm saying it. Maybe, you know what? I think I figured out why I don't like the book. Yeah. Greg's a conservative fascist. (laughs) All right. And then we're getting into October. And he loves October. Because he loves Halloween. Yeah, because Halloween kicks ass. And his mom's like, you're getting too old to trick or treat. And he's like, fuck you, I want candy. (laughs) And then he's like, my dad always hides in the bushes and throws water on teenagers. <laughs> what a psycho. 
I think in the movie they explained it that like their their house gets egged <laughs> every Halloween. Every Halloween. I mean, we we find out that the teenagers are like insane in this town. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know. Like driving around in a pickup truck, shooting fucking extinguisher fluid at people. <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Well, okay, um, I want to go do the. I've been waiting to do this haunted house that the high schoolers put on." And Rowley says it, not Rowley. Uh, Roderick says it's so scary, and I'm so excited. And I guess they go and <laughs> him like and they're Rally, terrified. They're like so scared, especially of the chainsaw guy. <laughs> My mom told him it's not nice. <laughs> He's like, sorry, ma'am. He's just doing his job. <laughs> well, I guess it was a little embarrassing, but I'm willing to let it go this time. <laughs> I like it when he's like... When he's put, like, when they put him down. I like that. Yeah, they, when they put him in his place, he's like, yeah, I did a bad thing, I guess. Um, and then he's like, well, we, we're going to put on a haunted house. That's what we're going to do. And they're like, yeah, two bucks for every kid that comes in. Or yeah. They're like, we're going to advertise it's 50 us. cents. <laughs> 50 cents. There's going to be a lake of blood, hall of screams, rat tunnel, death slide, hand hall. <laughs> and like, so we made the posters and put them up. And now we got to make it all. And I'm like, dude, you didn't make it first. <laughs> and they're like, also, we don't know where to do it. So we'll do it in Rowley's basement. And not tell his parents, because his parents said no. Yeah. And then, so they go, and they only have time to do the Hall of Screams or whatever. And all it is, is they have a kid crawl under the bed and just scream at him. <laughs> and like, okay, we're going to, we're going to change, we, there's a typo, it's actually $2 for this, because this is a lot of work. <laughs> so then one kid agrees and crawls under the bed, but gets so scared. That he, like, doesn't crawl back out. No, and they're, like, hitting him with the broom to get out. And, and the dad comes downstairs, and he's like, what the hell? Yeah, and, and he kicks Greg out of the house. He's like, I'm not allowed back at rallies. He didn't make us refund Shane's money, so at least we cleared two bucks. And Rally gets grounded. Yeah. And he like, he's like, oh, I tried to make it up to him. I was, uh, I, I started, like, narrating a TV show to him over the phone. Did you ever do that? No. Uh, me me and my old best friend would call each other, and he had access to the internet at his house, and I didn't, up at, until like eighth or ninth grade. Uh, so he would just like, we would just like watch, like listen to YouTube parodies, and he would just have it so I could hear it. Like on speakerphone? Yeah, but it was like a landline. <laughs> <laughs> so like I related to that part. <laughs> Cause I, cause I would just sit in my front yard, and talk on the phone too. Um, and this is where they're trying to go. They like start to build their costumes, and he's like jealous of Rally because he got a cool night costume. He's like, I've never had a store bought costume before, which is so sad. Yeah, his parents do not look like they're poor, and it doesn't even look like. It's not like, oh, my mom makes my costumes for me, and I've just never had a store-bought one. No, he, like, wraps himself in toilet paper. He's like, I guess I need a costume, so he'll wrap himself in toilet paper. And, like, he tries to, and then all of his neighbors are mean to him about it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, dude, maybe you should uh, figure this out. Like, (laughs) 
but he like his mom buys him a pirate costume this time, and he's like hell yeah, and then Rowley shows up and his costume's all fucked up because his mom ruined it. She's like, you need to be high vis. High vis, oh, yeah, high vis. And then he's like, all right, I need you to take Manny with you. And he's like, no, mom, we're going to the street. We're going to Snake Street or whatever. And it's too dangerous for him. And she's like, oh, it's dangerous? Then your dad's going. And the dad doesn't want to. No, he doesn't. It's so mean. (laughs) Why wouldn't you want to go with your kids? Because he wants to sit and throw water at teenagers. (laughs) And they get to go to like three houses in like three hours, basically. Yeah. And then his dad's like, all right, I'm going home. Yeah, and then, so him and Riley start going back and forth. They go into places, and it's getting so late that people are, like, angry at them for showing up. They're like, it's 10.30, come on. Yeah, and then this is where the teenager things happen, and he says, we're going to call the cops on you, and the teenagers start chasing them with their car. Yeah. (laughs) And then they go hide in the grandma's house, and instead of going and waking the grandma up for help, they just, like, teased the teenagers through the window until they drove away. And they sat there for, like, an hour and a half waiting for them to leave. And he called his mom. He's like, hey, guess what? We're actually staying at Grandma's house. And she's like, no, get home now. He's like, well, could he come pick me up? And she said, no. And why wouldn't he just say, hey, there's teenagers terrorizing us. Can you just come get us? I don't. Like, wouldn't she come? I mean. <laughs> like, be like, hey, mom, I'm terrified. Can you please come get me? But, like, they eventually get away, and it takes them, like, an hour to get home because they're, like, sneaking. And then when they get home, their dad throws water on them by accident. And all of their candy's ruined. Which, I don't understand. How is all the candy ruined? I don't know. I don't know. Because isn't it in plastic wrapping? Yeah, it's like Snickers are, like, in, like, the plastic. Yeah. I guess not. I guess maybe Jeff has never... Maybe Jeff's 100 years old. I don't know. When it was wrapped in wax paper. My salt water taffy has (laughs) melted together. (laughs) And the next next day, they realize that Grandma's house got teepeed. But that's fine. She is retired, so she has a lot of time. (laughs) And I said, based. (laughs) I was like, wow, you're the first thing I've ever agreed with you on. (laughs) I was like, she can handle it. And then they, they get talking about there's going to be a wrestling unit. So uh, he starts practicing WWE moves on Rowley. On Rowley. <laughs> um, but then he gets there and he's like, oh shit, it's actual wrestling. Yep. And he's like glad that he doesn't have to wrestle anybody except for Fregley. I mean, he gets he talks about how they, he gets put in singlets. Yep. Did you have a wrestling unit at your your school? No. We did. I had one in middle school. Did you have to wear singlets? No, because that would be expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? For like the school, we just wore our gym clothes. Um, and the girls got to do rollerblading and we got to do wrestling. Fine. And do it was, it sucked. Because yeah. like, I was a bigger boy. So like the people who I was wrestling were like football players. Two of my brothers did wrestling. So. And some of them were actual wrestlers. So like. I had no idea what to do. And, like, I remember I, I wrestled one guy, and he was a linebacker, and he just tackled me. 
and the teacher didn't stop him. I talk in like over like five minutes straight, which is over and over tackle. I would get up, full force tackle me like in football. Like that's not a wrestling move. I don't think you could do that in wrestling. Can you just lift people up and slam them onto the ground like they're you're playing football? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But the the gym teacher thought it was funny, so he just let it happening over and over again. And then after the fourth time, I just didn't get up. I was like, no. And he's like, you're going to lose points today, Nort, if you don't get up. And I said, okay. <laughs> my my kidneys hurt for some reason. <laughs> I imagine because we didn't have pads on, so <laughs> I'm right. I don't know. You don't wear pads in wrestling, no? I meant like football. Oh. He was football tackling me. Like I, he was getting in the football stance and yeah. running at me. Um. So yeah, he's bitching about it, and he has to he has to wrestle with Fregley. And Fregley keeps kicking his ass. Yes, and he's like, "It's so sweaty and gross." Also, the gym teacher uh, uses him as a as an example. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> like, "I gotta bulk up." He's like, "I need to like put on like fifty pounds and wrestle with Rowley." Yeah, and then uh, everyone in school's just wrestling now. All the boys are wrestling. Just walk around school and everyone's wrestling. That's insane. That isn't ins- that didn't happen when we did it, by the way. Middle schoolers are fucking dumb. That that's believable. That is. My middle school was kind of like they mean. Like it was very like uh, superficial. If that makes sense. Like it was like the popularity stuff was like in full swing. And, like, everyone was trying to be, like, like older. You know what I mean? Um, and there wasn't any there wasn't any scene kids either. We were in the time of scene kids. And there was no scene kids. It was all... That's wild. 90% of the women were just blondes. So they were just country blonde girls. And then the other ones were, like, the anime girls that, like... Just, like, got bullied so they didn't do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I wasn't mean to him. I wasn't really mean to anybody, <laughs> but yeah, dude. And then everyone was cousins and shit, so like you had to be careful who you fucked. Man, like in high school, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> no, I don't. Um. Then he starts talking about how like he thinks that. They do skins and shirts, and and he does it to make certain kids feel bad, which I believe. believe. Yeah, yeah. I we had... never did skins and shirts. We had these little like mesh jersey things yeah. you put over your shirt, and they'd stink. I know, yeah, but they like it. Kind of felt cool. Like felt cool when you wore them because they were kind of like mid drifts almost. <laughs> um, I would always get hurt every time we played sports, though. Like we played flag football, and I like almost broke my ankle playing. Um. When I was in middle school, dodgeball got banned for like three years because a kid got hit in the head with a dodgeball and then his mom called the school and complained that he was being singled out. So they just banned dodgeball until we were in like eighth grade. Yeah, dodgeball was okay when we played it. There was a couple tryhards that made it not fun. I don't know. If someone is trying too hard at a sport, I'm instantly out. And it's like a toxic trait of mine. If it's too competitive, I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> you 
know what would be more fun? Burning all of this down. That would be more fun than playing this game with you right now. <laughs> Did you guys have co-ed gy- co- gym? Yes. Except for In certain... middle school? Yes. Except for certain units. Like... I think in like the baseball unit, it was split... Our school, and I don't know if they switched it to co-ed eventually, oh. ours was separated, and it was a privilege. It was an exciting day when you got to play dodgeball or something with the, with the boys, Jim. Yeah. We did Zumba class. We did a unit on Dance Dance Revolution. That's dope, though. That's way better than what we had to do. And the boys, like played basketball and we did Zumba. And maybe it was split. And Tybo. I don't remember. Gym was like the worst experience for me ever in high school and middle school. Like I remember like the wrestling was obviously had to be separate. And then like there was like a dance unit and that was co ed and then all the other sports were co ed. We had like sport tests. Did you have tests to go along with your Yeah sport units? Like a like a multi like a, a multi a, a multi <laughs> a multi option yeah and it was like when was golf invented <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep i didn't respect those at all <laughs> and then he's like all right i need to get ripped right now and he tries to get his dad to buy him a weightlifting thing and his dad's like well wait until christmas they're really expensive and then his mom's like i'll buy you i'll buy one for you if you can exercise for two weeks straight yeah, she's like, she's like, do push-ups, do sit-ups. She's like, you have to... Clearly, this guy, this kid, is constantly sli- switching up what he wants to do. Like, he like he realizes that he has to actually work for something, and then he's like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. Yeah. So, it seems like his mom is reading him, like, oh, you want this really expensive thing? Yeah, then prove to me that you're actually going to work out by working out. Yeah, so he's like... Fine, I'll just do it myself. And he empties out two jugs of liquid, like milk and shit, fills it up with sand, and then gets Rowley to practice on it. And then Rowley is struggling, and Greg just watches him struggle. Like a sociopath. He's like, oh yeah, he's my spotting partner. Oh, Rowley got tired and the bar is crushing his lungs and he can't breathe. And he is so desperate to breathe that he is trying to chew a hole through the milk carton to get the sand to leak out. So I'll guess I'll help him. And he's like, then Rowley went home because he's a fucking pussy. And I'm like, no. Rowley should kick your ass. That's what Rowley should do. And then he's like, oh, cool, we got a geography quiz. The teacher left a map up. But then the teacher's pet said there was a map up of the states. And I didn't study, so obviously I flunked it. And I'm like... So fuck that girl. It's <laughs> Patty Farrell. Yeah, and I'm like, no, dude, you're just dumb. <laughs> like, you should just studied. Um, eh. Then his mom makes him do the school play. And he's so confident he's going to get a lead role. Like He's like, I don't want a lead role so bad. I don't want to do it. They're going to make me sing because I'm so talented. And then he gets the part of a tree. Yeah, well, it's because he... That's what he requested. Is He's like, requested a tree part or something like that. Yeah, and then he gets put as a tree. And he's like, it's actually, we just stand there. 
And he's like, this is awesome. He's like, and then we watch the Wizard of Oz and the trees throw apples at Dorothy. He's like, I'm so excited to throw ap- apples at uh, Patty Farrell. And then the costumes don't have arms. And he's like, I, how am I supposed to throw apples? And then one of the trees falls and like, they get, it fucks him up. Like they get hurt. Like he breaks his nose. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so now we all have arms. But now the guy that's playing the bush is having stage fright. So we the the it got it got uh, delayed, <laughs> and then the play is going on. And when he shows up, his little brother is like, "It's Bubby." Oh yeah, and they got a second grader to play the dog, <laughs> except he just walks around on two legs because the mom told said that it would be degrading if he had to get on all fours. And he just reads comics during the play. He doesn't even actually participate in the play. <laughs> Oh, and Greg got a singing part because she said all of the parts should have singing. Yeah, because she wrote parts for, like, everyone who auditioned. And, uh... <laughs> and this is where Roderick is recording him. Yeah, and he's like, I just won't sing. And so he doesn't sing, and the other two people are, like, confused. So they stop singing. <laughs> and then it's just quiet. And then he throws an apple at... Patty Farrell. And the whole play gets gets canceled because he throws it so hard he breaks her glasses. And she's Dorothy. <laughs> and like everyone's like mad at him. And he's like, this is awesome. He's like, I didn't have to do anything I didn't want to do. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Um And like then we go over like a Christmas list, and he's like, Listen, Manny, if you want things, you gotta like list only like three things. Because Manny's circling everything because he's three. And he's like, he's like, no, seriously. He's like, you need to pick like three or four mid-tier things and maybe you'll get one thing that you like. And then we get like a part that's actually pretty fucking sad where he's like, he wanted a Barbie dollhouse because he wanted to like use his G.I. Joes or whatever with it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, it would be an awesome fort for like my action figures. And his dad's like, I'm not letting him play with girl toys. And his mom was like, please let him express... Like, how he wants to play. Like, this is why Greg's like this, by the way. Yeah. Like, he didn't even want it because it was a girl thing. He wanted it because it would be cool as, like, a secret club, a secret base. Yeah. And he's probably thinking, like, yeah, Cobra is not going to think that this is the G.I. Joe base because it's a pink dollhouse. Yeah. And he's like, (laughs) oh, I'll just tell Uncle Charlie that I want it because Uncle Charlie gets me whatever I want. I just think Uncle Charlie is a good uncle and he, like, wants to... Like, there's nothing wrong with him wanting to play with a Barbie dollhouse. Yeah. It's it's the same thing, except pink. But then Uncle Charlie accidentally buys him a Barbie instead. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, I didn't even play with it. My dad was mad and made me throw it away. But, except I didn't throw it away. And, and maybe I, I did play with it. <laughs> maybe I did play with it. <laughs> like, oh, honey. <laughs> it's okay. I used to make out with my Barbie doll. <laughs> What the fuck? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I like, I'm talking like when I was like 23. (laughs) Just kidding. It was like fourth or fifth grade, probably. Bro. (laughs) I also remember you. You couldn't waterboard that shit out of me. What the fuck? Yeah, but like, how people are gonna get this far? Turner, when you get here, let me know. Turner's gonna get here. He's a real G. Oh my god. 
Um, we also, I remember in fourth or fifth grade, uh, I would have a couple of my old friends over and we all had crushes and we would all bring a stuffed animal and like that would be our crush and we would practice kissing on the, on the, on the stuffed animal together. And then also we would listen to Eminem's Curtain Call CD. I'm fucking devastated. <laughs> and we would dance around. We would do dances to it. Like I remember one where it's like, Ole, Ole. You remember that song? It's like, Ole, Parte. Well, the room gives out and the lights go out. Probably, but. We would, we had like a, like a, like a, we would dance like we we're dancing around a fire to it. Then we would take. Then we would make out with our stuffed animals. It's <laughs> fucking vile, dude. It would be like That's nasty. I I know it's gross, but That's like disgusting. It'd be like four or five of us in a room. That's horrid. <laughs> okay, the worst things you could have done. <laughs> That's true, but gross. Why didn't we just kiss each other? You know what I mean? Wouldn't that have been Fuck. easier? <laughs> Not even in a gay way, just like in like a. I don't know. Like the stuffed animal seems like a little. <laughs> you make me think I gotta cut all this out. Am I saying things that's gonna like get me in trouble? No, this is just so funny. <laughs> I've never told you that. No, it's not like a secret. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, there was no Jesus in that oh, room. Oh no. <laughs> Please. Um, I actually remember the the crush's name, too. Like I'm gonna cut it out. Nick has something similar to you too, so Nick's gonna take good care of you. Oh, what do you mean similar? Well, Nick's father, uh, he was a superhero too. And they put him in the car and they they drive away. Oh God, that was exhausting. No, we don't do that. Why? Why are you lying to him? What do you That's mean? messed up. What do you mean? That's wrong. We just talked about this earlier that if it gets the job done, it gets the job done. That's her perception of it. That's I not did the right. Say that. Remember, she I said, said that. Those were her words. The fly, the honey, the vinegar. I guess that's the bad. I thing. was honey. You were, you were lying, though. You but were that lying, was honey. Honey, you're fake, honey. It was a good lie. You're honey, dick <laughs> I did a good thing. If you like that clip, come listen to Grim Encounters. We are a campy horror actual play podcast using the chill third edition system. Only on the Encounter Code Network. This is Chillmaster North signing off. Stay spooked out there. And that's what we thought we were like. We thought it was sex. Was that? (laughs) (laughs) So y'all just thought you were having sexual intercourse in front of each other? Well, none of us would look at each other. Yeah, we didn't want to make it weird. That's so much funnier than I could have imagined. That's so funny. <laughs> like, you've seen the bedroom. It was the bedroom in the old house. So it wasn't a very big room. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so fucking Eminem funny. playing in the background. No, that's so funny. Because <laughs> we're making out with stuffies. That's hilarious. That's... Oh my, I can't. We gotta move on. <laughs> Dude, I have cool stories and I also have 
not cool stories, okay? Oh my god, I can't, I can't. You tell me which that one falls in, listeners. (laughs) Turner, let me know who that falls in. (laughs) Dude, Turner kicks ass. I just want to say that. Be for real. Such a nice guy. Okay. (sighs) Where were we? Um, and then, uh, he's, like, complaining that he has to give a present to poor people. (laughs) And he's like, why would they want a sweater? He's like, that's lame as fuck. And I'm like, what do you mean? They probably don't have clothes. But then, accidentally, they accidentally swap presents. Um... So, yeah, she like wrapped it in the same wrapping paper and didn't put name tags on either one. Yeah. And so the, she gave the expensive video game <laughs> to the poor person. And she's like, "Oh my god, it's such a Christmas miracle. I bet he's so happy." <laughs> and Greg makes a valid point. He's like, "Well, if he's poor, he probably doesn't even have the console." So it probably like it probably hurts his feelings if anything. <laughs> And I'm like, well, he probably honestly just <laughs> sold it to buy things he actually needs. Right. <laughs> this fictional person, I, I don't know. I mean, we were poor and I had game consoles, so. I mean, like, it just, like, we get them late. You know, like, we got the 360, like, 0809, and it came out in 06. And, like, I took my parents, like, saving up for, like, eight months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think that's why I take care of stuff so well, is because... Because I, I never broke stuff growing up. Like, just for reference, I have Pokemon cards sitting over here that are, like, 30 years old almost. <laughs> they're not, they're all not worth anything, but, like, they look, some of them look brand new still, which, they survived eight moves. That's crazy. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, dude, I can't believe, I can't believe what Uncle Charlie got me. Uncle Charlie got him a picture of himself. <laughs> Yeah, Uncle Charlie just seems like a fucking stoner, and I live for it. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like such a nice guy, but then, like, like as he's Christmas shopping, he, like, gets stoned, and he's like, what did he want? A Barbie dream house? Uh, it, I remember Barbie. How about Barbie? Or he got the dream house is, like, $200, and he's like, oh, I, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. And Uncle Charlie got stoned, and he's like, you know what would be funny? A picture of me? If I gave the middle schooler a picture of me? Yeah. You know what I got in middle school for a present one time from a family member? A nudie mag. You told me about that. And this. I opened it in front of everyone. And it was a fucking porno mag. It was a porno mag in like, what, condoms? Yeah, and Dynex condom. It was not even Trojan, it was Dynex. <laughs> like <laughs> eighth or ninth grade or something. That's crazy. Yeah, I threw it away. I kept the condoms. I did use those. <laughs> and then his dad gets him a weight set. Because he got, like, nothing for Christmas, basically. Yeah. Oh, and Manny did get everything that he circled in the magazine. And he's like, how come? And I'm like, well, probably because it was, like, fucking $4 things. Yeah. <laughs> as someone, like, I didn't understand when I was a kid. As someone who's bought four children, with $100, you can get, like, four or five times as many things you could get, like, a 14-year-old kid. Yeah. And so. Dude, and Rowley got... Uh, Rally, he gave Rally a gift. He gave Rally the comic book he got because it was like a yeah, Rod- a family friendly comic book. Yeah, Roderick gave him a comic book. He's like, I fucking hate this comic, and he knows it. This is the fourth year in a row he's gotten me <laughs> so funny a comic from this comic book. That's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Did you know what? 
you do the same thing to him. You know what I mean? But you get him like something similar, but you yeah. just keep getting because you both are just exchanging the same thing. So like after ten years, you, you have this like stack of like that's funny. That feels like Roderick is like trying to like I don't know create memories. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'm giving Roderick too much credit. Maybe he's more mean in the next books. I don't know. He's nicer in the next book. I was like, yeah, because the movie is I've seen is the Roderick Rules one, and he like is kind of a dick, but like everyone's kind of mean to him, so I don't blame him. <coughs> and then he goes over to Rowley's and hands Rowley the book. He's like, here, you have this. Rowley's like, fuck yeah. He's like, this is the one thing I asked for and didn't get. Because his parents like couldn't find it or something. Yeah. And his parents are like, oh, thank you so much. And he's like, okay. And his parents got Greg a gift. They got him a big wheel. <laughs> he's like, that's fucking lame as shit. <laughs> and then on New Year's Eve, he fucking is tormenting Manny and drops a piece of fuzz down his throat and says that and he thinks it's a spider. <laughs> and Manny runs to the fridge and grabs a grapefruit. <laughs> that's how big the bug was. <laughs> Just the way he draws Manny, dude. <laughs> he's so fucking funny. Why is it so small? Because he's three. <laughs> I I think I'm only liking this book because I'm talking with you about it. I did not enjoy reading it. I don't know why. But. <laughs> I don't know, man. And then in January, they play. Draw, go down the hill on the big wheel and I throw a ball at you. And Crowley's like can you ride the big wheel one time? He's like, this, I'm tired and like, this isn't fun. And Greg's like, no, you're just better at it than me. So I get to throw the ball. And then he knocks Rowley off and he breaks his wrist. Yeah. He's like, damn, that sucks. Um, And then he's mad that Rowley's getting like positive attention at school. And everyone is mad at Greg because he's like, I actually broke his arm. He's like, oh, he's getting the attention. Well, I'm the one who broke it. And then someone's like, "That you're a jerk. And then he tries to do the same thing but says he has an infection. <laughs> and she's like, gross. And he's like, sign my sympathy sheet. And she's like, no. And <laughs> sympathy sheet. And... um. Then like a few days later, he's like talking about how he wants to take home economics too, because he was really he really he was really good at the first one and he liked it. Um, but being good at sewing does not exactly buy you popularity points, and everyone's making fun of him because he has like a embroidered tote bag. They're like your purse. He's like it's an embroidered like tote bag. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I, th I, I something. I don't think the author was trying to express this, but something is, and I don't want to say nothing, something, not something's wrong with Greg, but like there is something he's suppressing and then his parents are not, are also suppressing that in him. Yeah. Like maybe he's a little bit more feminine, like he likes feminine things or maybe he's, you know, on the LGBTQ spectrum or something. Um, not saying that you can't, home ec people makes you any of that. But like that is like a societal feminine thing to like, and I when I one of my favorite classes in school was the foods class we did, and I I did I did like the teacher and it was still really fun because we like learned recipes and shit. Granted, I learned they were bad recipes. <laughs> right, and that could also be like why he's like 
emotionally latching lashing out and like kind of being like having this toxic masculinity where like he doesn't like any of the guys yeah which i totally understand because like i was a middle schooler during the times when it was really like it's still really bad but like it was at a peak i feel during this time like the toxic like it was a peak it, it go toxic masculinity comes and goes as peaks like we're in a peak right now with all of the like douchey podcast guys you know what i mean right but like at this time it was like you know like howard stern was still really popular and like you know, like, it was just, like, big in the news that, like, millennials are ruining shit and we're, like, in fucking middle school. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And then, like, you know, like, it was still, <coughs> like, oh, girls can only do girl stuff, boys can only do boys stuff. And I always kind of liked the girl stuff. Yeah. Um, but I never pursued any of it because I didn't want to be called names. Yeah. Like, I probably would have liked sewing when my hands weren't garbage. <laughs> but yeah, then he takes independent study. And he has to build her. He has to design a robot. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be so easy. He's like, all independent study does is you talk, and the teacher leaves the room, and you have to like problem solve. <laughs> and so they are designing a robot, and one of the ro- features that they want is that the uh, robot says your name. You can program it to say your name. And they're like, oh, but we shouldn't program it to say cuss words because that's not nice. And they're like, what cuss words should we, like, add? And so they were writing just a list of cuss words. And Ricky Fisher was really good at it. Yeah, he was really good at it. (laughs) He came up with, like, 32 that we didn't even know existed. So, like, he was definitely writing slurs and shit. Yeah. And We we all knew that one kid that knows all the slurs. To make a long story short, independent study is canceled for the rest of the year. Well, at least it is for us boys. So if the robots in the future are going around with cherry lip gloss for fingers, at least you know how it all got started. Hell yeah, queen. Greg, we need to talk. (laughs) You know how many, like, like how I'm like, (sighs) Greg obviously doesn't know how much women have contributed to the technology. <laughs> In fact, a lot of things we wouldn't have if it wasn't <laughs> for women, right? And the, I'm saying like, like I hear people say that women are poopy heads all the time, and I'm like, hey, women are poopy heads, so I totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on your side, but you're not getting the credit for it. Yep. And then they watch a movie that's like, be yourselves, and the bullies take it to heart, and uh, then they join the cross guards thing. <laughs> To get out of school. <laughs> yes. And they're like, it's awesome. And they're like, but we're not actually like cross guards, cross guards. We just walk the kindergartners. So we don't have to work as much as the other cross guards, but we still get all of the cocoa breaks that the other cross guards get. So they're like, we get to skip out on like two of these classes. And Greg's so mean to these kids. Yeah. For no, they're not even bad kids. Yeah. Like, like at one point, one of the kids like, had an accident or needed to go to the bathroom and he just ignored it. Just like, yeah, ignored the kid screaming that he needs to pee or something. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh that's just a, a a like the like seed that comes up later. Yes. Um cuz then they try to build like the world's biggest snowman. 
and they rip up all of the dad's sod that he put down. <laughs> um, and then uh, Greg's mad because Manny makes his own little snowman by himself, and it's like it's so tiny. <laughs> and he's it, like, "It's stupid," and he like kicks it down. And, so then his dad watches it out the window, comes outside, doesn't say a word, smashes their giant snowball, and then goes back inside. Do you think he overreacted? I don't think I don't I don't I, I mean yeah I would be honestly mad too so it was probably like he was angry and he, he probably was like afterwards he's like I probably shouldn't have done that right but also like I mean he learned his that taught him that he shouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> oh and then he did a smoking kills campaign yeah and he's like I didn't even win the guy who won was was Chris Carney, and he just said, "Don't smoke; it's a joke." He's like, "That's that's dumb." <laughs> He's like, "Also, I didn't put any effort into my drawing; I just traced over another drawing." Yeah, which is probably why he didn't win. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, we got to the cartoonist quit, so we they're holding auditions." So me and me and Riley came up with a comic. And it's called Zoe Mama. Zoe Mama. Zoe Mama. So, like, the whole thing is it just sets up something. And he just says, Zoe Mama. That's the whole thing. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> That's one of the... He's like, he's like, oh, a puddle. I hope it's not an acid puddle. And he, like, steps in it and he goes, ay, ay, ay. It was an acid puddle. Zoe Mama. And the squirrel says that. <laughs> Um, but then like, uh, then Greg, Greg gets mad cause that's stupid. Yeah. And makes his own comic called Creighton the Creighton. And it's just basically him being mean. That's literally the whole joke is just yeah. him, someone bullying this guy, this kid. This kid. He's <laughs> like, I've been trying to open this box all day. That's a brick. Oops. I'm stupid. Oh, everyone's butt has a crack in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And then he's like, oh, then the girls submitted stuff. And, like, I, I saw all that, so I, like, slipped a bunch of the submissions under the desk. He's like, he's like, yeah, there was a couple that were, like, pretty good. So I hid those. I threw those away. Oh. The balls to do that in middle school. I, I, that stressed me out thinking about doing it when I was, like, 13. How shitty, though. Like, for real. Yeah. Uh, and then he wins because there's no other submissions, basically. <laughs> and when he when he submits his thing, the uh, his the, the head the head of the paper is like, his name's Gregory Hoff. It's like a teacher. And he just completely changes the comic that he wrote. Instead of it being like Creighton the Cretan, it's like... Creighton the Curious Student. Creighton the Curious Student. He's like, he's like, oh, if X plus... 47 equals 93. What is X? <laughs> um, and then uh, after all that, he's like, he's like, okay, and just moves on from it. And then during their Coco thing, Rowley gets called to the principal and gets accused of terrorizing the children, chasing them with a stick as a cross guard. And <laughs> Greg like, he has like a, a Scrubs flashback and he's like, yeah, that was me. But the neighbor thought I was Rowley, so I just let them believe I was Rowley. 
He's like, yeah, I borrowed Raleigh's jacket and chased them with a worm. Um, and she said that, oh, Raleigh, I'm going to call your parent or call the principal. And I just didn't say anything. And Riley even went through with it and like apologized to the and children. Was... And the children were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm assuming Riley's nice to them. Yeah. Um, and then like Greg's feeling guilty and has a talk with his mom. And she's like, you got to do the right thing. You got to like tell Riley and then tell the, you know, tell the principal and like make amends. <laughs> and he's like, oh, by the way, Riley, you know how you just got in trouble and got kicked off the crossing guard? Well, it's actually me. Ha ha. He's like, but I guess you learned not to let me borrow your jacket. And so I'm glad we both learned a lesson from this. And then Riley's like, all right, well, I'm going to go home. I'm tired. And Greg's like, well, I thought we were going to hang out. And Riley's like, I'm tired. Bye. And then he tells his mom he did the right thing and gets rewarded for it. She's like, oh, yeah, mom took me out to ice cream. It's awesome. And then the next day. Literally the next day, he gets called on the principal's office and, like, Riley just told the teacher that he lied. Yeah. And he gets kicked off the The crossing team. guard. <laughs> and, and then Riley gets a promotion in the crossing guard. Because he, like... Like, he was like, he was like, oh, showing excellence and, like, you know, was well-behaved, even, you know, facing adversity and... And then he's like, well, then I started doing, I tried doing a bunch of nice things for him, like throw a, a snowball at him and picking up his hat. And Riley's just like ignoring him, basically. And, and then, then start, it, Riley starts hanging out with a different kid. And they get matching best friend shirts. And that was supposed to be Greg's backup friend that he's best friends with. He's like, yeah, he's not allowed to be friends with him. That was my backup friend. Ugh. I don't like that. <coughs> so then he's like, oh, look, at now they're like sleeping over at each other's houses. I got to go make a friend to make him jealous. I'm going to go sleep over at Fregley's. Dude, and then Fregley fucking eats all of his jelly beans. And has a mental breakdown. And chases him around the house with a booger. And then Greg locks himself in the bathroom and Fregley slip, slips the booger underneath the door. And Greg touches it by accident. And then he goes home. He hides in the bathroom for like hours. Until the Fregley... parents don't hear any of that. That or they're just used to Fregley being Fregley. Like that's just a regular occurrence. <laughs> and he goes home and his mom is mad at him for coming home. Doesn't explain what happened. Again, should. It, that's kind of traumatizing. Yeah. To be. Ch I mean, I'm assuming Fregley was being a crazy person. Yeah. Like, it, not even just the booger part, like the being chased by someone <laughs> in a, a house you've never been to. That's kind of scary. Um, yeah, but so he goes home and he's like, now me and Riley have been ex-best friends for a month now. It's official. We're ex-best friends. And then they get into a fight, except they don't actually punch each other. They just kind of swing their arms in the air. Well, first, first Riley gets the comic book submission. Oh, yeah. Because Greg quits. And the Zowie Mama becomes like a funny joke over the whole school. And he's, tell trying, he's trying to convince everyone that he helped him come up with it. <laughs> and then, then the high schoolers show up and they're like, may they, they try to get him to fight each other. And they don't. So then they make, 
They make Rally eat the cheese. Eat the cheese. Um, and then they're about to make Greg do it, and he's like, I- "I'm lactose intolerant." And that, the, the the bully's like, "You got off this time, kid." And I'm like, "If I was, I would have made me want him to eat it more." <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that. That's how bullies are mean. He's like, "I'm mean, but I'm not Jeez. a monster." I'm not a monster. <laughs> Hold on. Come on. <coughs> um, did you also see that it was left blank in here, but it looks like... Somebody wrote in the word. Probably your little brother wrote. He wrote eat. Yes. Because <laughs> it's like meant to be blank because it's like so horrific. It's like a four letter word. Which is, is a traumatic thing they're doing to these kids. This yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what you would see in a Lifetime movie, except in a Lifetime movie, it'd be like a dead rat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then he's like, walkie walks Riley home and he's like being nice to him. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry that that happened. Like He's like, I won't tell anybody. And then I think the students noticed that the cheese was gone. And then Greg and Rally were the last two people near. And someone's like, what happened? And Greg's like, oh, I picked it up and I threw it away. Because, like, everyone is, like, you know, going to assume. He thinks everyone's going to assume Rally ate it. Yeah. Which he did. Yes. And he's like, oh, no, I threw it away. And he's like, well, I fucked up because now everyone thinks I have the cheese touch. He's like, but it's kind of worth it. Because, like, Riley's my friend again, and, you know, and, like, it's back to normal. And does he, like, stop being mean to Riley now after this book? He still kind of makes fun of Riley, but not, like... Like this? Yeah. Um, And then Riley wins Class Clown because of Zowie Mama, because the whole school starts saying it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, also, there's another one down here, because he's like, he's like... If Riley ever fucks up again, I'll just tell everyone he ate the cheese. And it was blank, but it looks like your brother wrote cheese in here. <laughs> Good context clues, bub. <laughs> he probably thought he was so smart, though, when he wrote He's like, do I fucking know what they're talking about? They're talking about the cheese, man. The, the cheese, cheese, man. The cheese. Because <laughs> I'm assuming this was what, Manny? I think that's been passed down since I had it. Whose name is crossed out in the front? In the very front. Uh, no one's name's in the front. In the very, very front, on the blue page. Crossed out. There's one, two, three, four, five names. Because there's four of you. Oh, that's my that's my last name. Okay. Your maiden name. Yes, my maiden name. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it must have been yours, and then it went to Griffin, and then Manuel, and then Foster. Yes. So, they're all crossed out now for some reason. <laughs> so, I, I guess it could have been any one of you that wrote that. Yep. Do you remember doing it? I don't think so. You don't think... I, I never wrote in books when I was a kid. You know what? I should find... I had a um, interactive diary of a wimpy kid. Did you... You liked it? I... Okay. I like the book. I don't really like Greg. No, I don't like Greg at all. I hated reading this book. I had fun discussing this book, though. Well, probably because we were just talking shit on it most. We were just talking shit on Greg the whole time. Right. Like, Greg... Greg... Greg is what Annie wants to be. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's why Annie marries him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like... Like, when they're in out of high school. Like, fresh out of high school. 
like halfway through this book. <laughs> she just cuts off my. No, no, halfway through this book. Um, since Greg is such an asshole, I fucking knew. I knew instantly that you were going to bring up Annie. I honestly didn't think about it until this. we started doing this podcast. I'm not even fucking with you. I like didn't put it together. <laughs> That's just how funny I, I am. I felt it in my heart. You felt it in your loins? In <laughs> my lungs. What is your rating? <laughs> do we do it out of five or ten? Ten. I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to give it a two. Two out of ten. It was a one, but I had fun talking about it, so it gets an extra point. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, like, will I read it? Will I read this book for the show? Yes, if the patrons vote on it, I will read it. Will I ever put it willingly as my two choices on the poll? No. Will I ever be okay with you just being like, let's read the second Diary of a Wimpy Kid? I will be like, no. <laughs> I will only do it if our lovely supporters who are donating to us every month want me to read it. But I'm telling you, I will hate every minute of it. <laughs> I fell asleep at work reading this book. Straight up. For like 45 minutes, I fell asleep at work. I don't know how my boss didn't catch me. Like, not reading, but falling asleep. <laughs> um, Alright, so you give, I get two, I gave it a two, you gave it a six. Um, four. Four. Uh, we should talk. Um, I have a little extra stuff I want to do. I, I found some reviews on Goodreads. Okay. Um, and I, I might I might do this for other books from now on. Just grab a couple of them because it's kind of fun. We do it for Silly Fun They Watched, and it's kind of fun. Sure. Except this isn't critics. These are just like regular ass people, which honestly should be probably more funny. <laughs> um. Uh, the next book we are reading, uh, we're gonna do the next two Magic Treehouse books. Hell yeah. Which I believe are eight and nine, and I know one of them is about space. <gasps> so, space. So look forward to that. Uh, we're going to talk about some uh, reviews here. So let's see. Uh, this is from 2011. Okay, Jenny gave it a one star out of five and just says, Jesus, what an asshole. That's the entire review. <laughs> it was at the top of <laughs> the Goodreads page. Amazing. This book had it had a three point six overall on Goodreads with like and it was like twenty thousand reviews or something. Jesus. Um, and Amanda gave it one star in twenty eleven and said, "I read this because it was so like." <laughs> That's such a long review. I know, but like it's just the way she says it, and like she had like an edit, and like people were had like four hundred comments, like people were mad about this. Okay, she says. This is from Amanda. She gave it one star. She says, yes, I know kids love it, but duh, kids are dumb. And so is this book. Okay, that was mean. I apologize. (laughs) This is so 2011, too, like how she's writing this. (laughs) I love it. One of my students gave me his copy of Wimpy Kid and then asked me every day for a month if I had read it yet. Not wanting to disappoint a student excited about a book, I finally sat down one afternoon and flew through it. Eh. The protagonist is mean, unfunny little jerk. And I freely admit that probably just don't get it. And I'm okay with that, honey. You don't have nothing to get. He's just a piece of shit. I celebrate any book that makes kids want to read, but I suffered through all four of the ridiculous Twilight books just so I could keep up with my obsessed students. And asked, and when asked my opinion, I gave it freely. Bella is a fool. 
What the fuck are we on Twilight now? <laughs> Bella is a fool. It's in capital. Fool! <laughs> Bella, you fool for falling for the handsome white man. <laughs> True. You fool of a Bella. <laughs> you fool of a Bella. You stay away from the white men. They're dangerous. I've been saying this. The result was one I couldn't have planned. My kids became more entrenched in their identities as readers. They love Twilight with an unashamed passion. Okay. I'm gentler with the Wimpley Kids fans. I lie if I say it was funny, I guess. He was kind of mean, and they listen as they defend this mess of a book, asserting opinions and then backing them up by flipping through well-worn copies and citing passages. (laughs) I watch in amazement as my students become not only readers, but scholars. So maybe I should give this book more than two stars for all it has done for kids, but I won't, and you can't make me. She gave it one, by the way. (laughs) That is chef's kiss. Hell yeah. I love it. I love the tangent on Twilight because I, I understand because it was want, so huge at this time. I I wonder if she's like truly a middle school teacher. Like eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Like and like she teaches like sixth through eighth or something like that. Or like literature. Yeah. Literature. Like a literature teacher and she teaches sixth through eight and the sixth graders love Diary of Wimpy Kid and the eighth graders love Twilight. Because the only thing more annoying than Twilight during this time was Harry Potter. As someone who didn't read either of those books because they were so fucking annoying. Everything was fucking Justin Bieber, Harry Potter, and Twilight. And like Twilight was like at least kind of cool because like they were like monsters, right? But like I, I, I like I literally no joke when the last book for Harry Potter came out in like what like twenty ten or twenty twelve or something. I was excited. I was like it was like my my ultra enemy has died. I like I watched like a, a parody video where they burned the, twi- the Harry Potter books and <laughs> in excitement, it was like probably Shane Dawson or something. <laughs> but like, dude, it, I, I get her her anger, but it's just funny that it's just in the middle of <laughs> like she's like Bill is a fool, <laughs> you fool. Um, Rachel Hartman gave it a one star in 2010. She uh. Uh, They said, I find this whole series depressing. Sure, there are funny moments. I even laughed out loud once or twice. Seriously. Also, there's so many hyphens. Why are they using so many hyphens? Seriously, hyphen. But the fact of the matter is, comma, Greg is so completely devoid of any kind of human feeling or understanding of other people that I'm begging to suspect he's some kind of clinical narcissist. (laughs) (laughs) This is three three years after this book came out. (laughs) Yeah. He, he, Rachel was was cooking this, okay? He blames everyone else for his problems. He doesn't care about anyone. He doesn't grow. He doesn't learn. He doesn't change. Does he even age? He's still in junior high after four books. I know one, one is set in summertime, but still. There is nothing there for me to like except Rowley. At the end of the first book, it seemed like maybe, just maybe, he'd... he'd had some little empathy about the nature of friendship, but no. Next book, he's back to some same old, same old sociopathic crap. Very disappointing. She read four books after this first one. Yeah. Maybe that's why she's mad. <laughs> uh, this was in 2019, by the way, and I only add this one because it's so funny. It's only it's funny in like a cute way. Let me explain. Uh, Ted gave it five stars in 2019 and said, "This is the title. Haven't actually read this." am writing the review for my grandson. He'll be seven in a month. 
am am writing. <laughs> also, <laughs> so many, like every sentence he hits enter, like it's a typewriter, and that's so funny. I fucking love it. He's not here. <laughs> So I'm guessing five stars. It could be a four. <laughs> He's read this one and the next in the series. Liked them both. As he was leaving this afternoon, I showed him Asterix the Gaul, telling him it was sort of a comic book. Oh, so, w- that's, so that's what a comic book is, he said. I mentioned that there were some rather large words in it, just glancing, and that he might not be able to read it quite yet. So yeah, somebody named Asterix the Gaul probably shouldn't be reading. Probably seven-year-old probably shouldn't be reading that comic. Right. Um, I think if I can read two wimpy kid books, I can probably read anything pop pop. That's a positive outlook, I guess. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> in, in 2023, Alex Min gave it a five stars and said he's just like me for real for real. <laughs> I didn't. That's so good. Honest, I didn't have to even search that hard. I did this the ten minutes I was waiting for you to come downstairs. That's so funny. <laughs> I also saw another one. I couldn't find it again because I don't know how I found it the first time. But it was of a mom talking about how the book is just like it's just it's like showing someone getting rewarded for being a bad person, and she doesn't want her kids reading it. So like after her son read it, she like read it to make sure it was okay, and she didn't want him to read it, but he really wanted to, so she let him. But she like wasn't happy about it. But she's like, he's he's reading, so I should let him. And he's like, he's read all ten of them, and now he's reading other books. So I guess I shouldn't be mad. But dude, she had so much hate. Like it was again, it was like eight hundred comments. I didn't even go into the comments because like I feel like this has similar vibe as like why parents hated Junie B. Jones. Except Junie B. Jones is not as bad as Greg. <laughs> right, but like Junie B. Jones is kindergarten level, and this is middle school level. So I think. Yeah, I guess. I see that. Trini B. Jones is also a little better written, I would honestly say. But I think... I feel like Jeff is committing to the bit too hard. And it's to a detriment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's not... I'm not saying he's a bad writer or anything, because he's obviously very good at what he does, because he's been... He's still making these books. There's like 18 of them. Yeah. And he seems to really enjoy it. And he said the only time he'll stop doing it is when they stop paying him to do it. (laughs) Hell yeah. So, like, there's no hate to Jeff. I respect the hell, because obviously people love this book, and it's really important to a lot of people. Um, and, and like, obviously for the bit of the show, I got to ham it up a little bit how much I didn't like it, because, like, that's just, the, that's funny. But, like, I honestly would have hated this book if I read it in 2007. I would have hated it. I mean, I, to be fair, I was reading, like, 10th grade level books in 6th grade, basically, so, like, that's not... That's also not fair. You know what I mean? Like I went from like goosebumps. I, I went from goosebumps and then jumped like five reading levels. I don't know how. There was no. I don't. I don't know how that happened. Do brains just do that? I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like. I don't know. I think it's a. There's not really a hard or a a good gradual introduction between like children's books and like young adult books. There's not really any in between for those levels of reading. The so, only one I can think of so is you, series of unfortunate events. That one and um, Mr. Benedict's, um, the Mysterious Benedict Society. But series of unfortunate events is pretty dark, though. So is the Benedict Society, yeah. yeah. And I, I read 
like up to seven. I love the series of Fortune Events books. Uh, maybe the Percy Jackson series. Yeah, I didn't read that because I was nerd shit. I I would always say. Also, that's mythology, right? Kind of. I have a vendetta against mythology. <laughs> but I just feel like there's not like a gradual, not a so like, very people... many good book series that like bridge that gap between reading children's stuff and reading young adult stuff. Is that why like people get lost? Like they stop reading is because there's no. Yeah, they either stop reading because you know they either get stuck not being able to move on because it's just too high of a jump for them to to make um or they make that giant jump and it's just it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and exhausting on the brain because i i it is not, it's honestly probably now that i think about it it's probably in part that like one of the only things i could do was read because i was so like my on my dad's was dad's side it was so abusive and like they took they would take everything away except reading so it was really the only thing i could do so like i guess that probably helped <laughs> and i think a lot of the books in between are also really sad like some of the books i'm just thinking of are like i don't know i never read crank. the percy the percy jackson yeah crank um i would consider that young adult but like it's yeah people were reading it in middle school though right um some of the series i can think about is like the hunger games that's that's a decent jump between children's novels and young adult novels but it's literally about a dystopian future where like, like they're capital- killing children where, where capitalism has succeeded <laughs> yes um and the nuclear like there was a nuclear war or like I read. I would read. I read a lot of historical fiction in middle school, so like fake stories, but they were set in reality. So like I read a lot of like nineteen thirties and forties stuff, and those are really fucking sad. But like I was also really sad, so I was just kind of like soaking up all of that. Like it was like making me feel seen, I guess probably. But like if I was a happy kid, I wouldn't have wanted read read more than one of those. And I remember I read like a pirate series that was all about like. Um, uh, like a 14 year old kid being a powder monkey on a ship during like the late privateer years. So like they were like working for the British government fighting, you know, different countries or whatever. But like, it was like where gunpowder was getting big. So like it would describe like people like exploding or getting hit with cherry shots and like their organs spilling out. And like that was in the middle school library because <laughs> it was historical fiction. Yeah. Um, and like, that's also where I learned that Australia was like a prison yeah. Island. It was in the third book is like he he gets sent to that prison because like the privateer contracts end and instead of like rewarding those people for helping, they just arrested them all. Or like receiving a pardon or something. <laughs> they just yeah. arrested them and sent them cuz it was cheaper and easier. <laughs> and they needed workers. And he was like the main character's like, "Yeah, it sucks, but like I got like a house now." <laughs> and I was like, Maybe that's why the Australian people are so, like, nicey in the way. You know what I mean? It's like they roll with the punches a lot. Because um, he's like, yeah, this sucks, and it's it's kind of scary here, but, like, I don't got to live on a boat anymore, and no one's shooting grape shots at me. <laughs> I don't got to watch my friend Bill get split in half. So that's, like, the kind of shit I was reading. So, like, there's, like, no, like you're saying, there's no really good. Uh, let's thank our patrons. Yay. Nacho. <laughs> The first one is Nacho Lady. 
You fool of a gnat. <laughs> you fool of a gnat. <laughs> Kai, more like bye. <laughs> Am I right? Because we're, like, we're ending the show. Kai, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Nacho, more like macho. Am I right? Because she's she's strong, <laughs> strong, independent woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, women. <laughs> sorry, women. <laughs> all the all the women that listen to this podcast. I'm sorry because <laughs> I own. Uh, I feel ashamed. <laughs> I feel ashamed because when I was between the ages of 11 and 13, I owned the Marvel, the 1990s Marvel swimsuit com- uh, oh, no. magazine. <laughs> And She-Hulk was in there. <laughs> it explains a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> explains why I'm into green women. <laughs> also, my favorite pa- page was the Ghost Rider one because <laughs> Ghost Rider was is just naked. The, is, I was gonna say, is that the fully nude one? <laughs> it's fully nude, but just a flaming skeleton. But I'm sorry, women. Fuck. <laughs> Goodbye. <sighs> oh, I gotta do that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at RiffGayPod. Uh, join our Patreon. Patreon is down below. For two fifty, eh, for two dollars and fifty cents a month, you get partial access to our Discord and a couple in the the text posts on the Patreon. Uh, if you jump up to five dollars a month, though, you get a you get ac- full access to the Patreon. You get access to any future live Q and As. The, the gaming streams that me or other members will do. Other cast members, I should say. Um, it's also the Q&As to all three shows. I mean, like, there's really no way <laughs> for me to, like, uh, you know, be like, oh, you can't join. But, you know what I mean? Um, which, But I don't know, if you don't listen to So You Finally Watch, I don't think you'd want to join that Q&A. Because <laughs> we'll just be talking about hog cranking music and... Um, <laughs> Uh, also with the $5 tier, you get full access to Discord, like I said, but you also get access to a secret monthly podcast called Ask Anna and Austin. Secret podcast. Where we, like, we read, like, Reddit questions, like, like, how they do it in, like, the TikToks. <laughs> like, there'll be two people, and they're reading it, and then we give our opinions on it. Uh, we also take questions for that from our patrons, um, or, like, if they find a question we want to read, they want us to read, we'll do it. Um... That's fun. If we hit ten Patreon, pa- if we hit ten patrons, me and Anna will release. Uh, I don't know how long it'll be, but us reading a fan fiction that is voted on by the patrons. Yes, and we will read it in full, full, with our full chest. And even if there's like sex, if it's like Sonic fucking Mario or something, we will read it, and Anna will co- fully commit to the bit. I will. And she doesn't she doesn't rarely do that. She actually thinks it's more funny to not commit to the bit because she's a she's a hater. But she, if if we make that goal, she I told her she has to because <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. Uh so do that so we can give that to you and that that will only be released on the Patreon too. So it'll be exclusive there. Um Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. And then there's there's more goals we hit if we get more people. So uh there was like a I think the other show we wanted to do if we hit like 25 or something was like we like read books based on movies which I thought was cool which yes. would be fun 
Um, or like books that got turned into movies or something like that. That's what I meant. Movies based off book. Books based off that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So do all that. Join there. We'll say your name at the end, and you'll get the cool podcast stuff. Oh, you also get to vote on books every month. Like this one was a patron voted book. Yes. Like on and I pick two, throw it in a poll, and then everyone votes. And everyone ignores the JoJo submission. So yeah, if you join and you vote for JoJo, um, I will read it and it'll be, I'll be so happy because it's good, probably so good, honestly. No. <sighs> anyway, um, let's see. What book have we not done in a while? I was hoping you'd forget. Honey, I can't forget the bit that never, never stops being funny. This book is called The Greatest Jokes on Earth by Matt Reisinger and Philip Yates, illustrated by Jeff Sinclair. He gave the elephant jaundice. I don't know if I've ever pointed that out. Yeah, it's really gross. <laughs> the elephant has yellow eyes, and the other ones don't, though. So, um, This is called, in the section, Three Jokes You're Out. So this must be sport ball Sports. references. Um, let's see. I want to read two of them because this one is insanely insensitive and I don't know how it's in here. <laughs> For a kid's book. It's not necessarily like, it's not racist or anything. Um, which Crazy I have to say that about a 90s book, but it does make sense. Um, what sport... Wait, do you want to hear the good joke or the problematic joke first? Do the problematic one first. Yeah. Uh, one of the kids at school was so dumb, he went cordless bungee jumping. He just like me for real. There's a suicide joke. That's not. It's not even like a good anti joke either. You know what I mean? There's no setup. It's it's literally just the line. It's just a line, in the middle of two jokes. All right, I got a I got a joke for you here. Um, what involves skating and little gray animals? What mice hockey? Mm. Get it because mice are small and some of them are gray. Look at that sussy bear on the back of the book. Oh, he's got his grippers out, dude. He's Put like, those grippers away. He's like coming for you. Look at him. He's just... <laughs> uh, you know what? The animal I kissed as a child was a bear. I don't want to talk about it. Was, it was actually a leopard. Was it a Webkins? It was a leopard from the Diaby Zoo. <laughs> All right. She's a bad little bitch. She's a rebel. <sighs> Number 15, Burger King foot lettuce. Ah. The last thing you want in your Burger King burger is foot fungus. Number 15, Burger King foot lettuce. 